Hello and welcome to the Bears, Birds, and Brews podcast. This is a show about the Chicago Bears, the Atlanta Falcons, and craft beer. My name is Asif Wakani. My co-host is uh, who I cannot hear. I cannot hear in the Bill Wolani. Do you have do you have no snare? There you we go. No I now I have, have no, I have the snare in my headphones now. I can hear you now. Headphones. Yeah, it's your headphones that are messing up, dude. Not mine. But uh, <laughs> anyway, okay. So we're back. I didn't hear no can crack audio either. I don't know if you noticed that, but that I did. Was a very. There's a very weak can opener, my friend. Okay, I mean, hey, it, it's blame the can, not me. I mean, uh, it's just the same technique. Whoa. Well, okay, if we just got a little, can, just got a little I, explicit right now. Also, but like you know, licking cans real, right, real fast. Well, I was about to say, you know, I mean, I can enjoy my can. I can't blame your can because I don't know what you're drinking. What are you drinking, my friend? Can you? Can you? Mm-hmm. Can you? I can. I can cannot you? yet until you tell me what you're drinking. <laughs> then I can do it. You know? uh, so I'm drinking a Dirt Dirt Nap Nap from uh, Vale Brewing out in uh, Richmond, Virginia. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one of our mutual friends, um, Usma, was able to get, get it to us. So this was pretty awesome. Pretty excited. Uh, so I'm enjoying this. What are you drinking? What kind, what kind of beer is that? Oh, I'm sorry. It is a double IPA. So I'm just checking something up. I thought maybe I had some breaking news or something, but I did not. Okay, cool. Um, it's a double IPA uh, from, you know, again, Vale Brewing. Um, you know, they always got the, whenever it's a double, the name kind of doubles up. So dirt, dirt, nap, nap. So mm-hmm. yep, shout out to her for grabbing that for us. So this is pretty awesome. I think I have one for you as well. So. I'll get Great, that off man. to you in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. What are you drinking, Austin? Uh, nice. So I'm drinking a a Monkish. So shout out to our other mutual friend slash your brother <laughs> slash Nav because he is his own person. And uh, yeah, so this is a Monkish uh, triple IPA. It's called Lots of Dots. And it's, a, again, it's a triple IPA from Torrance, California, specifically from Monkish Brewing. It's a 10.1 ABV. And... So you're about uh, to get wild. Well, I mean, I do have to do shit after this, so we'll see how wild it gets. But I will say I am using this bold monk glass that I got from uh, Oak Street Bottle Shop. I was trying to figure out what glassware I want to use today, and I was like, oh, bold monk, monkish. It just it has to go together, you know? That, that, that was so, a bold move right there. That, that, that there was a go. bold move. That's there a bold go. move, Cotton. That's why, yeah. I, that's why I decided to lick the can, because I knew I'm, you know, I'm being bold today, you know? And – not trying to waste a drop, a single drop of this stuff, as are you, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. And so no. We got some quality beers for some quality conversation. And uh, I haven't even tried this yet. Let me try this real fast. Yeah, let's go to try. Yeah. Quality conversation. Allergies. Mm. So I don't know if I get the full taste palette on this, but this is still pretty fantastic. It bites through. I feel like it's a little dry at the end, but that also could be my allergies. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully it's not the Delta variant. Although I got some Delta eight, if you want to get your immunity up for that one. I, got that. I, don't, I don't know if that'll help my immunity up as much as it'll help my TV watching up. Hey, Delta, Delta eight, like COVID, COVID-19, you know, just the eighth version of that Delta variant. You're covered, my friend. Anyway, I, I don't think, I don't think the, the so, uh, P- PSA announcement, that's not true. So no, no one, please do not assume that. <laughs> <laughs> it actually it apparently it, it yeah I don't know. okay it probably isn't true but you should drink good beer 
You should always drink <laughs> that you beer, should. and that you, you should. should drink it out of a glass if you can. So that way there you, you go. don't have to. That that we can agree on. That we can right. agree on. And you know what else we can agree on is, hey man, the Hawks, they were awesome last night. So we're right now we're yeah. in between Game Four and Game Five of the Eastern Conference Finals. There was yep. no Trey Young on the court last night. Well, technically he wasn't suited up to be on the court. He was on the court because he was. He actually ran on the court in the middle of the game. I saw him. Yeah, hell yeah. So shout out to Trey Young. Shout out to the Atlanta Hawks because, you know, the Hawks tied the series up without their best player in dominant mm-hmm. fashion at home. I'm actually going to be at the watch party at State Farm Arena tomorrow night to watch game five in Milwaukee, but I'll be in downtown Atlanta watching it from there. I'm super excited, especially because I, I like the Hawks' chances of going to game five in Milwaukee and coming out with another win. Um, yeah. So, and – we're going to talk a little bit more about the game, but what are your quick initial takeaways from that? So, you know, Atlanta just came out playing. I mean, Lou Williams came out like, he, you know, he he started in place of Trey Young and he came out like, and it, it, oddly enough, it was his first playoff start, which I cannot kind of threw that. me off guard. Threw me off I, guard. I, I, I still I was don't like, believe he had that to have true. started at some point, but nope, his first playoff start. Um, and he came out like, you know, he should have been starting for years because, you know, he just went off. Um, he played great. And, you know, who else played really great? Bogdanovich. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he's, you know, I don't know if he's 100%, but he's a lot more healthy than he was in the last series. Yeah. So it so, looks like he has his feet under him again. Like, you know, he he's able to, you know, get up and down the court, you know, j- easier. So, you know, if he's if he's back to like, you know, even one, you know, what a quarter of what he was, what, he's, what he did yesterday. I mean, that's going to be a huge boost for the Hawks going forward. So, yeah, so speaking of those two things from the Hawks fans' perspective, one, you find out Trey Young isn't going to be playing in the game an hour before game time. And I think that's why a lot of people I know on Instagram went to the game because the ticket prices probably dropped, like, dramatically. So there's a lot of people <laughs> I know at the game last night. But then you find out, oh, well, Lou Williams is going to start in place of Trey Young. And as a Hawks fan, I'm like, okay, cool. I, I'll take that if I have to. There are a lot worse uh, – spot starts than than Lou Williams in a playoff game so sure enough that worked out really well Cam Reddish second game back from injury or well, I guess third game back from injury played really well and then yeah Bogey Bogdanovich uh there was a stat last night that said he scored as many points in yesterday's game as he has in the first four games of the series combined so whatever leg issue he was having it's probably still persisting but he seems to have turned the corner learning how to play with it, maybe got the adrenaline going. Maybe sometimes it's just the pressure of having to step up in that moment, especially when you know you don't have Trey Young to rely on, and he knew that he had to yeah. have his best game. Um, so the Hawks, yeah, like w- they did more than you could have asked for without their best player. Because when you don't have your best player, you think, okay, if we can stay in the game, give ourselves a chance to win at the end without our best guy, that's what we'll do. The Hawks won the damn game by like 20-something points. Like – if you look at the box score, you would think like, oh, Trey Young probably had a great night because the Hawks did so well. However, uh, I might be buffering, but um, yeah, I mean, the Hawks were fine without Trey Young. Yeah, Not something you want to do for the rest of the series, of course, but um, yesterday was good. They tied it up. And then on the other side for Milwaukee, man, uh, yeah, Giannis- crucial, a crucial blow to Milwaukee. Yeah. I mean, uh, at first I didn't see what the injury actually looked like, but once it was slowed down, and because I, I was looking at his ankles, but when you look up and you see his knee, you're like, oh, no. 
say Giannis did go down. I think the latest on Giannis, though, is that the MRI did come back clean, it looks like. Uh, But he is doubtful for game five tomorrow. Um, Well, so as of now, he is doubtful, but um, he, you know, there's a chance for game six. uh, But as of now, there, per Woj, there's no structural damage to Giannis's left knee after the awkward landing, and ligaments are are sound. That's amazing. Uh, but no timetable for return. Well, that's yeah. that's amazing to hear about him being healthy because I mean, as a Hawks fan, I, I like Nabil. We talk about this all the time: football, basketball, whatever. I don't ever want to see a guy get injured, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You, just, you don't you don't ever want to wish that on anybody. One and then two. Like if if the Hawks are going to win this series, I don't want the asterisk to be, oh, well, Giannis didn't get to play games five, six, and seven. Like, no, hit me with your best shot, and if I can take it, I'll take it. And that's that's how I want to win. And uh, and then it just as a fan of the game of basketball, especially as we move on from, like, the LeBron James dominance era, Steph Curry not in the playoffs this year, like Giannis is the guy for the league. And, the, and so as basketball fans, we need to have him playing because it just makes the game that much better. So, um, good. There's just too many, so many injuries this year. Like, you know, I just don't want to see another one. I would. And we could talk about this another time because I don't know that like the shortened schedule has a time to do with that. It might, but I, I almost don't think that those two things are correlated. I think guys are just more physical now and, you know, like, yeah, there is more wear and tear on your body. Sure. And could they be playing less games? No doubt about it. But I also feel like, um, I don't know. I mean, it's just been, I don't know. Like, I think, I think it's just kind of one of those weird years where things are happening and you can't necessarily do correlation equals causation with this. But, I mean, glad to hear that Giannis's MRI is clean. And, it, you know, Milwaukee still has Chris Middleton. So Hawks fans can't relax because it's not like, I mean, yes, you know, Giannis is the guy for Milwaukee, but Chris Middleton is about to be an Olympian. And he's proven that he can outscore the Hawks in the whole quarter by himself if he needs to or if he wants to already in the series. So, um, you know, the series is far from over as far as I'm concerned. And if I was either coach, whether I was uh, Nate McMillan or Mike Budenholzer, I'd be telling my guys, same thing on the other side of the playoff bracket too. We'll talk about that in a second. Is It's best two out of three at this point. We don't have to look yeah. at it as getting the next two games just win two out of three because you got to expect, you know, that every action gets an equal or a greater reaction. So you win one game tomorrow, the other team's going to come out super hot, super urgency in the next game. You might drop that game. It's fine. Two out of three moving forward. That's all you need. That's all you can ask for. And so, and it puts less pressure on your players to, you know, we have to win this game. We have to win that game. Just let things happen. Play your game and see what's going on. And obviously without Giannis and Trey Young in game five, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure TNT is not going to be thrilled about no marquee stars, but it's still a playoff game. Should be good. Yeah. Good game. Uh, and we don't know the uh, status of Trey Young for the next game. Um, you know, it could have been, maybe he'll be back for the next game. Who knows? I mean, at this point, that could be a game that if you win, you could be looking at, you know, a clincher at home in game six on maybe Saturday. Saturday. So, so yeah, get, Saturday is at least confirmed. There will be a game six, so we'll go from there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, moving on to the game today, it's up right. Phoenix. Uh, what do we have? Uh, Clippers at Phoenix today. Uh, Phoenix is up three two. Game six tonight. 
I thought the last game was in Phoenix. I think they're in LA. Oh, so they're in LA. Okay, so so yeah, three two game six tonight. I mean, uh, you know, last game for the Clippers again. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, last game Paul George just went off at the end. Uh, You know, Paul George was playing out of his mind. Um, You know, what do you think is going to happen to today's game? Man, so. You know, I was I was busy on Monday night. We can talk about that offline. But I was uh, unable to – I scored on Monday night. Not like Paul George did, but I scored yeah. on Monday night. So I was busy doing that, you know. Mazel but, tov. Uh, Mazel tov. Yeah, cheers, right? Cheers, you know. But yeah. point, the point that I'm trying to make is I didn't get to watch Monday night's game, but I did see the game before that in which Paul – But you did watch Monday Night Raw, didn't you? Uh no, but I did. I did get entangled a little bit, so you know, I was kind of finger four leg lock working on it, right? But um, Paul George is legit, man. I mean, I remember seeing him play live in person when he was with Indiana before the leg injury. Uh, I went to a game with our buddy Ned Squared, you know, at then Phillips Arena, and saw Paul George play in person, and it was one of those things where it's like when you see the guy play in real life, you realize like, okay, he really is a top ten NBA player. I mean, at that time before the injury when he was the main guy in Indiana, like you're like, he's good. But then when you see him play in person and the moves that he was doing and how he was like leading guys on the court, it's like, okay, he's definitely a top 10 guy in the NBA. Obviously things have changed and it's a different world now, literally, but um, not surprised at all that Paul George is killing it. And also Ty Lue, I don't know if you ever heard the story about what he told the Cavs when they were down three, one against the Warriors. You ever hear about that? I did not. So when the Cavs were down 3-1 against the Warriors, after that game, Ty Lue told all the guys on the team, so LeBron, Kyrie, Kevin Young, uh, Kevin Love, all that, he said, everybody give me $100 cash right now. And they're like, what? And he said, give me $100 cash. We're going to put it in the roof of this building, of this locker room right here, and we're going to come back to get it. Pretty much saying, like, we're going to come back for a game seven when we win the series to get this money. And sure enough, they did it. They and a lot of the guys afterwards said, like, yeah, I wanted my money back. That's why that's why we were playing so hard to win that series. So I say all that to say Ty Lue is a great coach. He's a great motivator. Obviously, he's been with Phil Jackson for a championship run when they won with the Lakers. So he kind of knows what it takes to win at this level. And I'm not surprised that the Clippers are even doing what they are without Kawhi Leonard right now. I think they'll win tonight, to be honest. I think I think there will be a game seven because, okay. um, you know, I think I think that's what's going to happen. Now, I think Phoenix will still win the series. It just might not be until they get home for the next game. Right. What about you? Any quick No, but it should that? be a good game. You know, you know, it's been a great series so far. You know, I think I have, to have the Suns closing it out tonight. I think they're going to win. Um, you know, I think it took a couple of games for – them to get used to, you know, Chris Paul being back out there. Um, also, um, again, used to, you know, Devin Booker wearing a mask. But, you know, I think, you know, I think today they, they might close it. They'll close it out. So I think, yeah, I don't know if it's going to require superhuman scoring from Devin Booker tonight. But, I mean, I think uh, it should be a good game. And I will be watching this one for sure. Can't miss this one. So. Nice. We'll, we'll be talking about that, and hopefully we'll be talking about whoever wins this series playing the Hawks in the next round. Fingers crossed, Hawks fans. It, it's not impossible to consider or to believe. Uh, so that being said, uh, we did mention Phil Jackson 
just a moment ago. And speaking of Phil Jackson, he was not in the news this week, although he kind of was, but that's because he was name dropped in the news. And uh, yeah. Nabil, you want to take it from there? Let the people know what's up. Yeah. Yeah. One, uh, Scotty Pippen, who, you know, is on this media tour, you know, um, trying to sell his book and his bourbon. Well, you know, he's just taking shots at everybody right now. And I guess this might be like a revenge shot taking after, you know, what he went through last summer with the last dance, the whole 1.8 seconds with Tony Kukoc, the, you know, I don't want to fuck up my summer thing. Well, now he's kind of coming back and he's kind of clapping back at everybody like, oh, you know, one, you know, starting off, you know, leading off with, you know, he called Phil Jackson a racist for not letting him take the last shot. Um, you know, there's a very interesting interview he had on the Dan Patrick show where he he kind of like acknowledges what he's talking about, but it didn't really make sense to me what he was saying, the way he kind of answered the question. But um, and is that the question yeah. about Phil Jackson being racist, or is it a different question? Is no, question? the question about the question about Phil Jackson being racist? Okay. You no, know, he answered it with saying like, "Oh, why wouldn't he give me the opportunity?" It's like, well that doesn't really answer why you think he's racist, but yeah. yeah so I don't know. I mean, I, well, I was going to say yeah. like, I don't know if it's fair to ask somebody, Oh, do you think this person's racist? Like, I mean, in most cases you'd hope the answer is always no. Right. Uh, excuse me. Right. Well, well, the old, well, the only reason that question was prompted was because Scotty said it was a racial thing. Right. So, so Scotty said that, um, Tony Kukoc getting the shot over him in New York was a racially charged move by Phil Jackson to give Tony Kukoc a push or like, you know, to kind of make to, to push Tony Kukoc a higher level. It was racially charged against Scotty. That's what Scotty mm-hmm. said. So that's when Dan Patrick asked, okay, why do you think Phil Jackson's a racist? So, so it was more way- of a, and it was, okay. Well, I was going to say, either way, did Tony Kukoc made that shot, right? I mean, unless I'm mistaken, the yeah. Wolves won that game. He did. He did. He did make the shot, yes. I mean, you know, like, racist or not racist, we've seen that, yeah, coaches, players, owners have racial tendencies. But, Nabil, like you say, right, winning is the ultimate deodorant. Yeah, yeah, yeah I won the game, you know? And, like, I mean, I fortunately, I work for people now who I enjoy working with and working for. But I've been in situations in the past where I've worked with people who I don't think morally were on the same page as me or saw me as equal to them. But yeah, if the company's making money, then like I can only complain so much and I can have my grievances. Um, but I'm also not Scottie Pippen where my grievances are going to be heard by like literally millions of people. And this accusation that I'm making is like actually going to have some legs. So beyond Beyond that, but yeah, Scotty Pippen was also talking about how KD needs to do better, right? Then, I mean, he said a bunch of stuff in these interviews. And right, he's just right. going in on the whole league. Yeah, yeah. And, and I really think all what he's really just trying to do is just trying to get his book and his bourbon promoted enough to the point where, you know, he comes up and it's like, oh, you know, well, hey, Scotty Pippen said Phil Jackson's a racist. Oh, look, there's his bourbon. Let me try his bourbon. Or something like that. You know, the, the more clicks that come with your name, the more, you know, the more your stuff's going to pop up, the more likely you may try his bourbon, you know, read his book or whatnot. I, I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're definitely not wrong the bill. I mean, you, you're, you're hundred percent right. I think the crazy thing about Scotty Pippen is I don't feel that he needs to resort to that. I don't think he's ever needed to resort to that. Like I yeah, think he, uh, 
no, Scotty's had some financial issues. He, he he has to resort to that, and he's had some financial issues. But but well, I guess the point that I was trying to make though is like I feel like a lot of people in the city of Chicago, or at least Bulls fans all around the world, fans all around the world would say like Scotty Pippen is doing something. Let me see what this is about, and it doesn't have to be like prompted by negativity to generate interest. Just because he is still one of the fifty greatest basketball players of all time on like one of the last true great NBA dynasties that we'll probably ever know, not even see, but ever know, period. And like, yeah, he could come out and say, oh, the last dance was this. Here's my version of the last dance. And I feel like that would have been enough for him. So, but you're, you're also not wrong in that, as we've seen in the last few years, like any press is good press, right? And so yeah. sometimes the more negative press tends to have better results, which is an unfortunate thing. And I mean, I guess we're all guilty of that because we buy more into it too. We talk about it more as podcasters, as fans, because yeah. it's negative. But ultimately, I think if I could talk to Scotty Pippen, I'd say, dude, you're one of the greatest 50, the 50 greatest players of all time. Like you can, you have, your voice matters. Even if you say something positive, I'm still interested in what you have to say because you've done a lot. And, you know, we also talk about like have being classy and being humble and like, these things that make a good leader and setting a good example for other players who are going to be in his position 5, 10, 15 years from now. Some of the current greats that who will have to resort to a bourbon company, acting, cigars, writing their own memoir to make that second check. Um, so I don't know. I mean, but he is, he is pretty good. I, you know, I don't know if I'm going to read the book. I don't know if I'm any more or less interested in reading it because of what he said, but not. I, I think when the book comes out, though, I'm sure there are going to be excerpts that people talk about. And like, oh, this chapter when he talks about the 97-98 team or the, the holdout years or the non-Jordan years, you know, like I'm sure somebody's going to do a deep dive into it and share with all of us. And I'm sure we'll talk about it again and say like, OK, yeah, Scottie Pippen has a point or, yeah, the dude's just tripping, trying to make some money, talking some blase, <laughs> whatever, you know. Pippen's tripping. Pippin is tripping, or Scotty. Scotty, parentheses, Pippin doesn't know, right? Scotty doesn't Scottie know. Knows, yeah, you know. Um, Scotty doesn't know. Um, all right. Um, yeah. Uh, so just to kind of wrap things up, oh, just kind of do like a quick rundown of stuff on sports. Um, looks like Dame Lillard is entertaining the thoughts of requesting a trade out of Portland. You wow. know. That's just going to be interesting, you know, for the summer. You know, every summer there's always one superstar who kind of wants out or wants to make a move. And Dame's that next guy, possibly. Apparently he's not on the same page with um, the Chauncey Billups hire. Now, you know, of course, that could all be, you know, changed in a minute. You know, it, you know, he can come out tomorrow and say, oh, no, I'm good with it and he'll be fine. But right now that's the kind of speculation out there. Um, that's absurd the, to me. that's absurd to me because wasn't he like given the keys to the whip and saying like, yeah, dude, we'll hire whoever you want. I mean, I guess he wanted Jason Kidd and like Jason Kidd is now going to your boy Luca, who I think is going to have the best years of his career because of this. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's surprising that all now Damon Lillard wants out when like he could have been out multiple times before this. And he's kind of been given everything that he's asked for up until this point. Um, yeah, it's not his fault that CJ McCollum couldn't step it up this year in the playoffs. I mean, you know, like, I don't know. So that's interesting. 
and, and you're talking about that. And there's another base, there's another news nugget I wanted to share, but if you got anything else, you can go ahead and throw in that rapid fire segment right here in terms of okay. other sports news. Let me just throw this one last one out there. So there's a key date to keep an eye out for with the NFL season. July 2nd. Yep, that's in two days from now. Uh, July 2nd, Friday, July 2nd. Um, that is the last day that Aaron Rodgers can opt out of the 2021 season without having to repay the Packers any money. He can opt out for COVID protocols, and then he can just sit out the year, go do Jeopardy or go do whatever the fuck he wants to do, and not have to, one, pay the Packers any money. And then he, the whole Packers soccer can be reestablished in the 2022 season. And does he leave any money on the table if he chooses not to play this season? I know you have. No, if he does the no. COVID opt out, if he does the COVID opt out, he'll actually still get, he'll get paid some money from the Packers. Right. Cause it's, cause but, he's opting out for COVID protocol. So he'll get like a, a minimal type of stipend for it. And if he doesn't opt out and then he just doesn't show up, then he's going to pay them a lot of money. Like then, then it goes back to the old way of having to pay it back, depending on how they resolve the issue. I don't think he's going to opt out for the season, but you know, that's just a key date that's out there. July 2nd, which is this Friday. Okay. So it could be like a Friday afternoon media drop right before you head out to your 4th of July PM. weekend. Yep. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has opted out, but okay. And I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, so we doubt that. And then, like you said, if he doesn't choose to opt out, he could still be traded, although very unlikely. He could just hold out and just not play, but still get that year out of his contract so that way he can move on the following year. Um, so we'll see what's going on with that. The only other thing I wanted to add is I want to give a sh- uh, shout-out to your boy, Kyle Schwarber, killing it right oh, now. Oh, Schwarbs. Schwarbs is killing it. Right? I mean, I think he just hit another home run, actually. like I, Probably. I think, Probably. I think he just – yeah. Probably. So what is it? It's like 12 home runs in 10 games, maybe 13 home runs in 11 games at this point. Like he's on fire, literally on yeah. fire right now. I think he has 14 home runs in the month of month of June. Right. So. And then, and then in the month of June, and then it was like 12 in the last 10 games is what I saw yesterday. It, like yeah. unreal. I mean, it's like, you know, Ronald the is great. Mike Trout is great, but did that, those numbers are unreal that he's putting up right now. Yeah, so, right now his average is 253, 25 home runs, 53 RBIs. I mean, and you know, we're literally I, not even halfway through the season yeah. yet, and he's already got 25 I, home runs. I was upset that we got we let him go, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, I hope he can come back next year, but I doubt it. I doubt he's going to come back. But yeah, that that Schwarbs, that um, Schwarbs. Okay, so as we wrap up, the takeaways from this episode: the Hawks can compete without Trey Young. Keeping an eye on Giannis. He might not be back for the rest of the series. Um, and or both Giannis and Trey Young might come back for game six and game seven, which would be kind of insane if that happens. Fingers crossed for entertainment value and for the Hawks fans. Obviously, want Trey Young back. Devin Booker, Chris Paul might take Phoenix back to the NBA Finals. Paul George and uh, Tyron Lue might force a game seven to get him back to the Finals. And then Scottie Pippen doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and... Aaron Rodgers, July 2nd. So you got a couple of things to keep an eye out for, right? At Bears, Birds, and Brews for all your monkish beer posts, for your Veil beer posts, for uh, photos, videos from 4th of July weekend. Hopefully none of us pulls a Jason Pierre-Paul this weekend. That's what I'm hoping for. We come back next week with all of our hands, all of our fingers intact. And also a quick shout out to our boy Safe Basario from WBEM Pod. This is his birthday, so happy birthday, Safe. We appreciate you. 
And um, at Bears, Birds, and Brews, that's how I got in the boat. Take it away, my friend. Uh, at Bears, Birds, and Brews, we are 71 Corey Beerman days away from the NFL season starting. Corey, okay. Corey Beerman, right? There you right. go. Shout out yeah. Falcons yeah. legend Corey Beerman and his hot wife from reality TV, who's probably still making money off that shit while we're trying to get free beers to sponsor our podcast. There we go. <laughs> at Bears, Birds, and Brews, we appreciate y'all listening. Let's go, Hawks. We'll be back next week. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. See ya.